Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Welcome to another episode of the Putting Fido podcast brought to you by the Line Movers Network. Seeing Ramos with your weekly look to the PGA Tour. Last week, we saw a very exciting tournament at the Waste Management Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, TPC Scottsdale. If you were watching that action on TV and you saw the reaction at Hole 16 or the iconic par threes on tour, uh, just going absolutely insane. i uh, never seen a reaction like that to a hole-in-one. Crowd really getting into it. Strong field, great players in the finish. Up-and-comer guy, uh, Sahit Tagala player that we really like here at the line movers. We've been on him a lot as he's come break broke through in his, in his rookie season here. Um, in the end, Scotty Scheffler was able to escape with his first ever tour victory. Big ups to Scotty used barely made the cut, made the cut on the number, had the round of the day in round three, found himself in the mix did just enough after missing a short birdie, birdie putt on 18. That could have cost him in the, but he's able to outlast defending FedEx Cup champion Patrick Hanley in a playoff, which Hanley has been really, really good in playoffs. So uh, big ups to Scotty. Congrats on his first win. That was a long time coming for him. He gets the monkey off his back. And uh, really exciting tournament. John Rahm was able to find his way in the top 10 again, even though he wasn't that strong. Rod had a couple weak rounds. Justin Thomas as well. Uh, another strong round there. Uh, you know, as far as results, outrights weren't there this week. Um couple long shots in the mix, not really, uh, really any with a chance. Um, you know, that's going to happen here and there. Uh, big board like that, you got to make some stands here and there. You got to fade some guys that you like. You got to take some guys that are some shots that at least didn't come through. The road is those continuing to still be strong. Uh, amazingly cage, the first-round leader who we had as top, top Korean in top 40, didn't even cash his top 40. Uh, I should say barely cash his top 40. Uh, we had him top 20 as well. Didn't finish inside the barely you know, finished tied for 38. I'm um, looking at Doug Gim had a, had, had a bogey the last couple holes on his back nine on Sunday, finished outside the top 40. Corey Connors had a run of about four straight uh, bogeys on his final nine holes and he finished outside of the top 30 because of that. And then Bubba Watson had in his final round had a four straight bogey stretch and his top 10 bet did not cash because of the finished one shot outside of that. So, you know, breaks like that, but we did have some nice caches. Ron was able to sneak in the top 10. Um, Hideki Matsuyama was able to sneak in the top 10. Uh, Bubba easily cashed the top 30. Um, you know, we had some strong, some strong plays there, some strong conviction plays. And those continue to carry us through. And we're going to still look to kind of bide by and continue on next week. Uh, what Next week is one of the biggest terms of the year. First first weekend without NFL football that we're going to have. Tiger Woods' is tournament, Genesis Invitational, um, at the Riviera Country Club. Iconic golf course just outside of L.A. In the canyons there in California. This is our final, final uh, tournament in the California Swing. All the big names are out for this one. Tigers invite only a smaller field, about 120 players. Still a top 65 cut, but more money. 
It's the highest purse that we've seen. Uh, a little bit more prestige on him, more FedEx Cup points, and Tiger will be around. So let's look at the field. With a bigger and stronger field, we see uh, odds a little bit more displaced. Plus, on the European side, they are taking off for a couple of weeks. They've had a couple of canceled events. So all those top players who were playing over in the Middle East, for the most part, they're all back on the PGA Tour now. So we're looking at the Riv. Riviera is an iconic golf course. It's a shot maker's course. you got to shape your shots. Um, a lot of dog legs right, a lot of dog legs left. Um, you fades, draws. The greens are multi-layered, multi-planed. So if you're not landing on the right spot, it's going to have very, very difficult putting. Uh, even to say part is a difficult course. Winners here between minus 10, minus 12, uh, very low scoring compared to other events. The wood picks up, you see minus five, minus six, even for the winners. Very tough course. So what are we going to look at here? It's par 71, about 7,300 yards. Could play a little longer just because of the course design and setup. Um, you're looking at different, different types of metrics here. Uh, the Off the tee, the length isn't as big of a factor, even though it's a little bit longer course the way it plays. But finding the fairways is very hard. So we're looking for players who have good drives. They're going to set up a nice approach shot because the second, it's a second shot course. And the players who can get the ball closest to the pin to avoid having to scramble, avoid very tough bunkers, and avoid any trouble, are going to have the best shot to win. Okay. Uh, we saw last year Max Homo defeat Matt, Tony Finau in the playoff. Finau had a stellar Sunday to come back. Uh, Homo was able to have some magic go through. And, um, you know, he was able, Homo was able to take home the crown for a very big win in his career. Uh, so players that tend to do well here, who have good course history, tend to do well over and over again. We saw that last week at Scottsdale, TBC Scottsdale. We've seen that trend at Torrey. This trend at Riviera is the same thing. We're looking at Polar Greens. Last time in a while, we're looking at Polar Greens in the West, in the West Coast. We're still looking at good California players. We're looking um, kind of a lot of the similar metrics we've seen in about the last month or so. But we're amping up the difficulty of this course, so we're looking for better players naturally. One big comparison that you're going to hear and see, just because of the way that the you have to shape your shots and the difficulties of the greens, the plane, the greens, there's a lot of similarities here between players who do well at the Riv, at the Genesis, and players who do well at the Masters. You've seen a lot of uh, crossover between champions just because um, the Masters, you got to have shot creativity, shot makers, and players who could avoid the big mistake, avoid the bogeys. Same thing here. Bubba Watson's a multiple-time winner. He's won the Masters. Dustin Johnson, one of his favorite courses, he's won the Masters. John Rahm has had excellent success at the Masters, has excellent success here at Riviera. I mean, Rahm has success everywhere, but he you know, excels here. Will Zalatoris had one of his best tournaments here last year, runner-up in the Masters last year. Hideki Matsuyama, same thing. So we look at similarities here between players and something that we're going to look at on our handicap. Adam Scott, multiple-time winner at the Riviera, Masters champion. So you see a lot of correlation just because the shot creativity, the shot-making ability, the ability to get the ball closest to the pin and, and use the whole bag, all the clubs in your bag, and make good decisions really plays out here.
So let's look at some of the players that we see here. With this great field, we've seen some crazy odds, in my opinion. Colin Morikawa opening up at 20 to 1. Colin Morikawa, we haven't seen him recently because he's been playing overseas. He's the second best player in the world. If John Rahm is number one, Morikawa is number two. He's been nothing but amazing and stellar and absolutely great at his craft in the last six months. He's won majors. He's from California. He's won majors at POA. He is the ultimate shot maker when it comes to worldwide golf. 20 to 1 is a bargain. It's a must bet. There's a couple times when you have a must bet on players. 21 on Colin Morikawa is a must bet no matter what the circumstances are. So that's a must bet. Some other numbers that kind of popped to me, Jordan Spieth, multiple-time Masters winner. I know he, he, he made the cut last week after contending, and maybe that's just what he needs to get his game back into play. An amazing shot maker. 40 to 1. He's he's 15 to 1 at some majors. 40 to 1 is absolutely insane to me. Oh, Spieth won't be a play in DFS for me, but at 40 to 1, you cannot say no to that number. One guy at that number I do like a lot is Sun Jayan. M had a great run through the California swing, was in contention, had multiple top five, top ten finishes. Finished high in the Masters a couple years ago. Has had success there. I think M is a player on the on the cusp of being great player, good player. You know, he's had some wins. He's a very good pro. Taking that step to the next level, still very young. I think we've seen that trajectory as we see with players who kind of hang around, hang around, hang around, and then find a way to win. I think Sanjay, who took a rare week off last week, is in the mix here for a win. I saw him at 40 to 1. I think there's great value there as well. Um, another player who I like here with kind of the irons that you could have to use Lanto Griffin. Lanto Griffin has had some success here at the, and he's, he's had a good run through California. It's a little bit of a long shot, but I think Lanto has a chance. Another guy terribly misprices Abe answer answer uh, struggled early on this year. No doubt had some success overseas, came back, uh, was in the mix for a little bit, had a struggled over the weekend last week, but he's another, again, a shot maker, a guy who contended at the masters, uh, a great second shot player, not not someone who's overwhelming off the tee, but you don't have to be. So I really like Abe answer here with his chances at his number. I saw him as high as 80 to 1. Uh, definitely a guy that to look at. Uh, a couple guys for DFS measures that you want to look at. Uh, Will Zalatoris. Zalatoris, we saw him just come up short at Torrey Pines. He's a he's best on difficult courses. Zalatoris is not a birdie maker, but he's a bogey avoider. A bogey avoider is very important skill. Somebody who's not who's a good lag putter, who's going to get himself out of trouble or stay out of trouble. And Zalatoris is very good at that. And uh, for that, he's going to find himself in the mix and the, the leaderboards because avoiding bogeys is going to be huge for this tournament. So Zalatoris is a guy to look at for DraftKings Daily Fantasy. A couple of guys I want to monitor, I mentioned them before, Bubba Watson, Adam Scott, both playing well, coming off um, good tournament out shows uh, last week, Bubba, back-to-back -back good tournaments. It's a bubble track. Again, it's a place he's played well. Um, definitely going to look at him. Some of the off-prop markets, maybe see if his number drifts a little bit. Adam Scott, kind of the same mold. Probably pair those guys up a little bit in my thought process there. Uh, Paul Casey, another guy who's been playing well overseas. Some of you might not recognize he's playing well overseas, but he has been playing. Uh, Casey's definitely a guy. And another guy who had a really good California swing, plays well, especially if he gets windy. Conditions are hard. Plays well at the Masters. Plays well on POA, kind of checks a lot of boxes. Mark Leishman. Leishman we've been on before, 
that Gleeson is going to find himself in. Uh, he, he's had a good run through this early part of the season. This is where he plays his best. And Leishman, um, nice little number there, both DFS and betting-wise. So looking at my model here, some guys who pop as, as good players overall, we're looking at difficult courses, we're looking at POA putting, we're looking at uh, bogey avoidance, we're looking at scrambling. Taylor Gooch had one bad tournament, found himself on the way back. Um, Tom Hoagie's been in absolute tremendous form. Hard to ignore him at this point. Hideki Matsuyama, same thing. He's just been on rocket fire. A um, couple of guys that we're looking at in play, see if their numbers drift, who, who really are re- three of the best players in the world, nonetheless. John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffer. Talk about Rahm first. Rahm, his numbers kind of drifted almost a 10 to 1. That was almost an auto bet. Uh, but I might try to look in play. And Rahm, you know, he's the ultimate top five, top 10 guy. He, he hasn't, but the way he runs his tournaments is he has one bad average round that kind of gets him out of the outright mix but still finds himself around the leaderboard. He's going to put four rounds together. He's way too good for it not to happen. And he's just too best. So the more that number drifts out, the more enticing it is to get on. Justin Thomas has been uh, he finished off the round great on Sunday. His second shot player, he's a guy that I definitely want to look at the Masters this year. Uh, Justin Thomas is just something to keep an eye on. He starts out slow, which he tends to have been doing the last couple of weeks, the last couple of tournaments. Definitely want to look at JT. Xander Schauffele, another guy who's just getting close. Uh, he had an exceptional round of golf, four rounds of golf last week. Had a couple bad holes, a couple bad missed putts, and that kind of just took him one shot out of the playoff. But Xander's definitely a guy who's a, he's a California kid. Definitely want to look at him. His numbers drift a little bit. Enticing, definitely look at for DraftKings. Uh, but I want to look at Xander a little bit there as well. Cam Smith's another guy that you could look at here for DraftKings. Um, his number is pretty low for betting wise. I think derivative what market he could be a look at uh, in play as well. Cam Smith's a guy who just hangs around difficult courses, plays really well on difficult courses. Going to look at him for sure. Uh, a couple of guys want to mention just European tour imports. And one of those players is Robert McIntyre. McIntyre is not a full-fledged member of the PGA Tour. Tried to do that through the Corn, Ford, Corn Ferry Tour last year. Couldn't make it through. Uh, so went back to play in Europe. One of the better players in Europe. He's a top 50 player golfer in the world. He's a young lefty, great shot maker from Scotland. And McIntyre has won worldwide. You might remember him from the match play last year. And he's just an excellent shot maker. He played well at the Masters when he was there last year. Got another invite this year, actually. And, you know, McIntyre is one of the more talented players in this field that people don't know. He's definitely someone that we know um, worldwide, somebody that we bet on, someone who's played well. He finished in the top 10 in the tournament last week, and he was traveling. These guys travel pretty well. I think McIntyre, at a long number, long shot price, is a guy that we just keep your eye on. Some of these European players have been playing well. We'll go right back to Aaron Rye, who's back in this field, plays really tough course as well. Um, Looking him to do well. Another guy who played well overseas and has just been hanging around kind of on the precipice of breaking out is Joaquin Neiman. Neiman plays tough, of course, as well as an all-around game. Really suits it. Bowie avoids very well. Very good intermediate putter. putter. So Neiman's a guy to also look at as well. Um, a, lot of, a lot of players, a lot of some food for thought there. Um, West Coast players. Course history guys, top three course history guys, Adam Scott, Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, for sure, former champions. Um, guys, a little bit, um, you know, 
maybe not elite anymore to where they were, but definitely people who could win this outright. Morikawa to me is an auto bet at his number right now, 20 to one. Uh, a lot of chances for in-play. Rory McIlroy is another guy who's been playing overseas. His number might be a little bit discounted. He has been playing well. But Rory, I think if he starts out slow, potentially jump on him live. <clears throat> well, there you have it. Exciting tournament. The Genesis Invitational. The Tiger Woods Tournament from L.A. Riviera Country Club. Should be a great tournament. A lot of opportunities here. A lot of great viewing this weekend. Enjoy the golf. Best of luck. We'll see you next week on the Putting Pido podcast by the Line Moors Network. This is Ian Robbins. Have a good day. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.